This is a Human Collective Podcast. This is episode two. Hello humans, this is the Human Collective Podcast with me, Ross Taylor. Um, For 30 minutes each episode, I'll be chatting to my friends in arguably the weirdest industry on planet Earth, TV and film, of course. This week, I was joined by music artist, producer, HC Crew, and all-around sound guy, sound guy, Jay Cleek. See what I did there? Got jokes, got jokes for this podcast. Jay moved to Northern Ireland from Sheffield with a passion for making music and a studious curiosity for broadcast television. And after living in Belfast for basically two weeks, he managed to nab a gig with Sony International Indie, Stellify Media. Now, Jay was core operations in Stellify, and to explain that in layman terms, he's basically at the centre of a hurricane of work. (laughs) So, and I personally work with him when things were super busy, and I can say with true honesty that this is a guy that you want to have in your crew for any show. Um, Composure and chaos would be a key quality in Jay. I mean, the guy has produced and churned out a music video in the middle of a global pandemic. So, I mean, whatever he does on TV from now on, um, what's definitely obvious is that music's always been his first love. And it was actually really awesome to chat to Jay about his new track, Light Show, and his journey to make music, no matter what the circumstances are. Um, And as soon as this podcast ends, we'll roll right into the video so you can enjoy it just like I did. Enjoy, guys. Hello, Jay. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> Rocks. Good to see you, man. It's been a while. It really has, yeah. Really has. has it's has been things. a while, I think, since it's been a while since anyone's seen anybody. Well, yeah, that's so true. Like every person that you see now, it'll be like, oh, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it. There's 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 people out there who I don't miss as much. Um, yeah. <laughs> put it that way. But you are one of those people who I actually do miss. I feel very okay. special, very special. I'm, I'm, I'm literally just lying to you because um, <laughs> we're on a pod- podcast and people are going to be listening, so I have to be nice to you, of course. <laughs> um, so, um, Jay, yeah, obviously it's great to see you, man. Um, we've started this podcast um, as another kind of extension of the Human Collective, but we kind of thought it'd be a great idea as well to kind of, um, for our listeners who are coming into this kind of, creation i could say is the only way to describe it is that we can use this as a platform to kind of put out the skills um that the people inside it have and talk about their kind of uh talk about the things that they're involved in what they want to be involved in just learn a wee bit about them man and uh you know for me i um you know i've known you so so long as jay um in stellify jay and work you know and it's nice for me to talk to you as jay the artist you know um so and i have to say man i listened to i listened to your track uh light show and then i just went on like a rabbit hole listening to all your other (laughs) tunes like and and first time that i'd that i'd heard them all so so you know through fresh ears like i really 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 enjoyed it um but first of all, before I get into that, um, how is, tell me how your lockdown's been, like, from the start. What's the process like for you? Uh, it's been a weird, 
um i guess a weird transition because like uh so the first week or uh, the week before the lockdown i was actually on holiday from work at the time so i had a full week off and i only had uh three days left on my contract uh for the next week which was the week of the lockdown and so it was a bit like um I was like finishing up, but I literally never saw anyone again, like from my holiday. It was just like, yeah, see you later, guys. And then that was it. Like we we didn't get to, you know, meet up in the office, you know. I mean, we worked together, you know, how the parties are and stuff. So it was like yeah. none of that. It was kind of just like, goodbye. okay, yeah, this is it, guys. So, so now like a, an email and that, that, was, that was pretty much my yeah. exit. But um, obviously we, we have, we've all said that we'll, we'd love to, you know, meet up again. But it just made the whole transition very weird because then it was like, okay, cool, you know, um, like that's finished now. And like uh, before, obviously the lockdown as well, I'd like applied for a few um, jobs as well in different areas, uh, like sound, more sound, um, so more in my area. And it's like I was waiting to hear back and it wasn't that I was waiting to hear back and, you know, not expecting to, you know, get some good news from somewhere. And so, like, when everything just stopped, it was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, none of these people are going to get back to me, like, anytime soon. Um, so that it kind of, you know, it was it was a little bit of a hard transition uh, at first because then it was like, all right. Now I'm going to be unemployed, which I haven't been in God knows how long, like, uh, even... You know, when I first came to Northern Ireland, um, I came in the end of September and then was working within two weeks of, you know, like being here. And then I uh, just went from that job to the next. And so, yeah, it was it was a bit of a, you know, a strange time. Um, mm. But it was like I found myself thinking like there's two two ways I can look at it. I can either be like, you know oh my God, what am I going to do? Or I can, you know, use the time constructively to kind of, you know, build on something that I've actually wanted to do, you know, since I was a teenager, mm. um, which was my music and stuff. So yeah, I've just been, you know, investing in me, as they say. <laughs> Man, you know, investing in you is such a, it's such an important thing. And, you know, I will also say this right now, now that I've said it, after listening to the first pod podcast, two things, I'm trying my absolute best to not say you know and like, so if I do say it, you have to like, just fucking tell me to stop doing that because you realize the things that you do, like just without thinking about it, you know, and I just did it there. <laughs> yeah, so self-care, man, self be being selfish, um, it's, it is an important thing and it really did, I felt like it really came in waves, yeah, the, the lockdowns process because like the first couple of weeks, I was like, surely this can't be, it can't be as, your mind can't quite fathom the idea of there being absolutely zero work for anybody. You know, I went for two weeks, just absolutely gunning it and looking in every crevice of the internet for a job, like mes messaging every person that I've known and they're like, seriously, there's nothing happening. And when I got the sort of sense that TV was kind of on its knees, then I thought, you know what? like. There's no point in me sitting around here waiting for TV to to come to me, you know. Um, and I mean, what can you do other than other than either go out, look for another job, or if you're lucky enough, you know, to be in that luxurious position where you can focus on your art without having certain stresses. I mean, obviously, there's there's always going to be 
bubbling stresses there we have ours you know but i got lucky enough to be able to to commit to, to the extracurricular um and work on me as well and it, it i mean how important is it it's 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 a once in a lifetime opportunity in a sense if you look at it from that perspective yeah that's exactly how you know i was uh, looking at it for myself it was kind of like when else in life are you gonna be given an opportunity to work on your own stuff have everybody in the same position that they're in the house looking for entertainment and you know as someone who you know as a creative someone who can do what i do from you know literally sat here in my house um it just kind of gave me the drive to be like all right you know what i've had a lot of excuses over the time like you know not had the equipment not had the you know the right people around me for example but it was just like you know what like all that out the window let's just get down to it let's do it and um mm -hmm. yeah so you know it's it's uh it's a process it's a it's not something that would happen overnight but um yeah it's mm -hmm. like learning skills constantly as well yeah um I, i'm interested to hear about that process because i know a lot of creatives have different types of processes like if someone was going to ask me about how i would think about doing any comedy writing or thinking about developing ideas for documentaries a lot of the times it comes at the weirdest times. like i'd be playing i would play my xbox i would be like driving mind. around in gta i'd be like <laughs> you know look sometimes you just you have to ingest some of the internet and what's going on sometimes it's better to go for a walk or exercise like i find that you know to find those certain thoughts it's not always sitting down looking at a at, at a notepad or looking at, at the computer screen going like okay or staring at a wall thinking where's this idea going to come from you know it just doesn't work that way so what was your process like throughout lockdown yeah so i mean um in general my process is very i don't know I, I think it changes from time to time it depends as well because a lot of my like my music um does come from like my situations that i'm in and so like even with the the project Ten Thousand hours which i actually wrote when i was in london so you know um and it's weird because the whole span of the album which is like 17 songs um the first song on the album was in my first year in london so 2015 um, and then like span till 2018. So it's like three years of like, you know, just writing songs and, um, and yeah, like the, like you say, it's, it's, it's weird cause you get inspiration at the weirdest times. And like, for me, sometimes it'll just be, you know, as simple as, you know, being in the shower, listening to like a beat that I've made and be like, oh yeah, that would make a good hook. And, and there's times where I'm just sweating over the, the chorus, like this is not coming together. Like I'm just not going to be able to do this and like throwing a little tantrum, you know, walking out, coming back. And yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, you know, frustrating, but also it's like, that's a that's a big part of it that I enjoy. It's like the challenge of, you know, when you sat down there was nothing there. And then you build on it and build on it and build on it. And then at the end you're just like, you know what? Like I made this and you know, you show it to someone else and they might be like, Yeah, that's really good. And then or they might be like, Wow, this is this is amazing, like one of the best things you've ever made. But whatever the feedback is, you know that you took something that nobody had anywhere in the world and you was like you know what, i'm gonna make this from it and you know it came to be so yeah yeah i mean like that's cool for that's cool that like you're even floating ideas 
with someone you know you've got t your, your lovely wife there who is yeah. by the way wife to be singer. at this moment but uh... oh right yes of course oh my god man so like so you guys have had your your like engagement parties and everything that was what it was yeah. you're not actually yeah, you yeah. haven't actually got married yet no no that that's uh, still to come um yeah luckily that's still fiance yeah, fiance. Oh. <laughs> but luckily for us, we we hadn't planned it for this year, so you know it's um it's been. Well, I say lucky. It just means that we have more time to kind of make sure everything's back, kind of to normal. I guess as normal as it can be. Yeah. Um, before the of day. Of course. And so. Um, you kind of touched on. Uh, oh, sorry. We got a bit. Of, we've got a bit of lag in the internet there. What What were you just saying there? Uh, no, yeah, it was just I was just uh, giving it back to you because you were saying something about the circle of people. Yeah, um, I don't. I have no idea what that reference is to. So sometimes I just forget the shit that I talk about. Sometimes, <laughs> but uh, no, you were. What made me think about about T was that like you know at least you're putting ideas out there, and she's like you've got someone there to go. That's a good idea. You should keep running with that. You know, yeah. sometimes Some- with like comedy or certain things like sometimes maybe that idea isn't fully fleshed out in my head and it just looks like a like a bunch of gibberish to Eloise. she's like um i don't know like i guess you understand it more than i do and i'm like and off i go like having to try and you know flesh this thing out massage this idea out into something legible like yeah no that like yeah like i love the fact that it's like I, i say to t like t i mean she sings herself she's you know an artist in her own right and I've produced mm. for her in the past and we are going to be doing a project together. Um, but like the thing about T, which I really appreciate is that she is a person that she will give a honest opinion. And uh, yeah, it's not always easy to listen to, I tell you. Like <laughs> Sometimes it is, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's okay. But, or like, as she is the singer, like I'd say in, in the family, she is the singer out of the two of us. Um, and I'm more the rapper, but um, it's like, if I sing like a hook, she'll be like, I like the idea, I like the melody, but I think you should re-sing it. And then I'll be like, what? <laughs> like, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it comes from a, a loving place. And it's like, I was saying to her just the other day, like I know some uh, producers, you know, like back, from back home in Sheffield and, you know, all over, like throughout my journey of you know, getting here. Um, and it's like, they don't have that. They don't have that person or like a, a few people like close to them that will tell them, you know, this isn't great because they might say, uh, you know, it's all right. Or they'll say, uh, yeah, it's not great. And then when you ask them why, they're just like, eh, I don't know. So it's like, you're not getting that constructive criticism to kind of build on. And um, I think it's really important, especially as a creative, because I think one thing about being a creative is some, I don't know if you'll feel this about, you know, like doing your standups and stuff, you'll have an idea and you'll be like, yes, this is the way it's going. And then all of a sudden you're like, no, no, there's another idea. I'm going to chase this one. And then you kind of all over the place. So it's nice to have Mm -hmm. someone who can say, yeah, you know what? I think you should follow this one. Or I think you, you know, should stick to what you're doing on this. Absolutely, man. The creative process is obviously it's every individual is different, but at the end of the day, it's so important, just as important to have somebody there to try and cut through some of the bullshit, you know, because definitely for comedy, it's like when you're writing something, 
it has to make somebody laugh someone has yeah. to think in some way that it's funny and you know that's where i get this sort of understanding if it's or or she goes if she could read that and be like you know that is funny but i think it might work better if that way we have a good sort of dialogue that way she she would be free to kind of express maybe ideas but also definitely not afraid to tell me if it's shite which, which is, is sometimes like i say a hard pill to swallow but um it is important because there are people who don't want to shoot the dream down and yeah. gotta yeah. respect those are usually the people who are turned up to your gigs as well and supporting you and that's obviously really important as well but um, at the same time you do need people to tell me tell you if you're crap and sometimes it's not easy to hear not even necessarily crap but you know to help me go in the right direction because yeah. it comes from a place of of love you know i think yeah i i was gonna say as well like um what i found was uh i kind of have so i have like a small circle and the circle does consist of tea and a few other people throughout my life who some people are into music like I am. So some producers, uh, some that are just artists and some that just listen to music. They just, they've always liked music and uh, most importantly to me, like my kind of music. So the, the kind of music that I would make, so like hip hop, R&B, that kind of stuff. So it's like whenever I'm working on a project, I'd like to give them the first listen because it's like, getting feedback from people who listen to music but not necessarily take part in making it it's like you're going to get something different to someone who's a producer or someone who's you know like a, an artist as well who uh, raps or sings because it's like they're going to critique different parts of that project and um it's like i, I like most like most recently just sent uh, i think two songs um one song that me and t have done together that we'll be releasing hopefully soon well, later this year um but yeah so it's like getting that feedback and you know things to work on things to touch up and stuff and and i always say um there's things that will change uh because you know people have said and it's like oh i didn't think of that or i thought of it but i didn't think it was that bad um and then there's things that i'll be like no no that's that's how it is i wanted it to be that way because it's my yeah. my artistic uh you know creation and you know that's mm. my vision for it so mm. yeah yeah well i think at, at the same time you know what you're trying to do is always be truthful with your intentions you know when you're putting out your content what stage of your life are you at what is the message that you want to convey what is the song all about and you know for me i feel in your songs there's really and i love the videos like i enjoy them there's they're like you could listen to the songs and enjoy them but you get such a great sense of the journey when you watch the videos as well and you're never afraid to kind of let people into the personal side of your journey like the love for, that you have for music the love that you have for tea and um and the dreams and ambition that you're you're reaching for and uh you've some great videos there so, like you're going to be looking back on them you know in a long time even the i i especially love um the you know the videos of you you know in halls with the microphone and having that like you showed me a video before it was like one of your first performances and yeah, then yeah. you know calling you up on stage i mean i remember like myself with stand-up you know uh, i haven't done stand-up in ages but i i'll never forget that feeling of walking up sh almost shaking inside yeah, I, you look you're you look so much cooler than <laughs> like what's going on in your mind you know and your eyes blown apart you're like oh my god this is it you know um but the journey is painted so well in your videos um and it's something that is a really lovely personal touch to the videos but 
I mean, there's something about the tune, man. It's something. It's a hit with the girlfriends. I mean, they're all enjoying all the all the J Click tunes. Like, I turn and listen to it. I turn around. I'm like, one minute she's like, "Oh my god, it's so cute!" And I turn <laughs> the next minute she's like, mm, yeah. bopping away." You know what I mean? That's <laughs> good, man. That's that's really good. Getting getting fans. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so, what are your what what are your family what are your family thinking about the music career? Are they have they been supportive? Yeah, it's funny because uh, I always remember. So, like when I was like what, fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, and I like made one of my first songs, um, and it's like I showed it to my dad. So it was like it wasn't just like me on the track. It was like me and a few of my cousins and friends and stuff. And because back in them like them days, like no one had you know studio money, so it's like we all had to put two. So we all got on the track, and you know that's how it worked. <laughs> Um, but like, um, yeah, I showed my dad and he was just like, it's like he had just such a stern face and I was there like really excited for my part and I'm like, yeah, there I am. And he's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what's it saying? <laughs> and I was just like, what? <laughs> Did you not understand the lyrics? Like what, what is, what are, you, yeah. what are you asking me? And he was like, yeah, but what is it saying? Like, what's your message? And Ooh. he's, he's, um, okay. the person right. who like, I, the music that he listens to, he likes to, you know, listen to people that, you know, he, he believes has a good message or, you know, something that there's a reason why they made the music because, you know, I mean, at that time, 13, 14, I was just happy to get my voice on uh, a piece of music, you know, to put out mm. like, you know, and it's like, he kind of like instilled that in me, I guess, from, from then to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to make music, but why is it that I'm actually going to be saying? And I, it's like secretly, I never told him, but it's like I wanted to make music that I could show to him and be like, all right, this is what I'm saying. And he could see it or hear it and understand and be like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, like more recently, he's shown a lot more, like a lot of support, like definitely, um, you know, sending it around and stuff. And um yeah, like I don't know if you've seen Pretty, the music video I did for Pretty. Uh, he's actually I in that. Seen that one yet? No. Yeah, so it's oh, really? yeah, oh, yeah. So the the whole story behind Pretty was um, it was around the time of my graduation, and um, the song itself is kind of representative of like my journey and um, the message is pretty much like it's kind of like, you know, self-love. It's like, you know, I've been through a lot and, you know, I didn't make the best decisions. I didn't, you know, come out looking my best of a lot of situations, but I still look at myself. I still, you know, can say to myself that I feel pretty and, you know, um, so for the video, I had an idea, which was to get my family and T's family. So like her, um, her brother, her sister's uh, her brother's fiance now as well. Uh, and then I got my my mom, my dad, and my two sisters, and basically we sat them down one by one, and they listened to the song. And so I just had it playing, just hit record. I was like, "Yeah, just do whatever, like you know, however you feel in the song, you know, listen, you can listen to it, you can dance to it, you can, you know, like whatever you feel." And it was just that first impressions that I got to capture, and yeah, I loved it. Like it, I, like to me, it was just something, you know that now I can look back on and, you know, especially around that time of like graduating and doing so well as well when I graduated and um, the people who was around me and close to me at the time, 
are now like you know cemented in history oh, and brilliant, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Jay and T's family for getting involved in that. I mean, that's, oh, that's yeah, right. phenomenal yeah. Phenomenal, yeah. and great to see it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'll go quickly back to the TV um, side of things um, just because, you know, one, I, I, I try to, I try to, anyone I bring into the podcast now, I'm trying to kind of, you know, work out exactly how TV has made an impact on your career um and you came in you're from salford right no so i'm from sheffield originally you're from sheffield right cool um we can edit that part out (laughs) (laughs) no it's only second um but yeah so so you so you came over from sheffield and you know you were working in Stellify within two weeks of living in this country that you know you'd never been before um had you done any tv stuff before that or what, what that sort of jobs what have they been like for you so basically the journey was i was living in sheffield um and i like i didn't re- i didn't do well when i was in when i was like 17 18 pretty much into partying and that kind of thing so i didn't really focus i wasn't been there yeah wasn't bothered about uni at all like i was like you know university is not for me like li- looking at you know the university of sheffield and like uh, Hallam and stuff and the courses at the time. And I was like, I can't see me doing any of these. Um, I didn't really have a, you know, like a long look because I missed that there were courses about music and stuff that I was actually into, Um, you know, speaking to guidance counselors and they were saying, you know, you should do business studies, which, you know, I, I do have a love for business, but I hated learning about it, which, you know, I I don't know how that even works, but it's just uh, how it was. And so, yeah, so when I left, I, I just went into retail. I was in retail for a while. Um, and then while I was there, it's like I, you know, I wanted to get back into education. And so it was a very difficult upward battle. I applied to a college in Sheffield three years in a row. And the reason I had to do that wasn't because they wouldn't allow me to go. It was because I couldn't pay for it myself which I had to at the time. Um, and so when I was 24, I got a 24 plus loan um, and ended up doing the course. Did one year of a two year course there and then went to uni. because uh, I got in just off life experience, I think, and uh, off the course as well. So I ended up going to London. And um, while I was on that course, on uh, the college course, I did a module, because it was music technology and I did a module which was sound with uh i think it was sound with film or sound for media i think it might have even been called um and i loved it like i was like what putting sound with visuals there was all things like you know foley sounds i don't know if you're familiar um but yeah like which i just took to i was like this is what i want to do i want to be a foley artist and you know i was really interested in you know put the sound that goes into films that there was a whole other than, you know, working on the radio and like, you know, doing things in music, music, there was like composing, there was like a lot of different avenues that just seemed to be open to me. And so I was very, you know, like very interested in doing that. So when I went to my university uh, course, they had music production and music uh, and sound for media as two different courses. And so I did the sound for media one. 
so I, I spent uh, three years doing that. So in that course, they taught me all about, you know, uh, working in a studio and doing like music and recording bands and all that kind of stuff. But then also we had to make our own films. So we had to film it, we had to edit it, we had to do the sound for it. And, you know, like, um, so it was, it was more geared up for like working in film. So then when I left that and then we came to Belfast uh, due to T's PhD and I worked, I actually worked in a call center for three, uh, three months. Uh, yeah. So from October to roughly end of December and then started uh, at Stellify. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was grueling. It was grueling. Yeah, I definitely um uh, I'm not made for that, really. I'm, I'm not. I would. I would sit and have conversations with you know the people I'm trying to sell to, and you know just end up talking about their lives, and it just, it just wasn't me. But um, yeah, yeah, I ended up um getting a. I, I just applied for. It was a, th- a three month contract at, at Stellify. So originally, it was just uh, just my mindset was it was less money. It was, um, you know, not guaranteed after the the three months, um, but it was a lot better than what I was doing. So I was like, you know, let, let me just go for it. And it, it was just an office junior role, not to be knocked. You know, office juniors are, you know, the ones that keep this place right now. <laughs> but, but yeah, Absolutely. like, uh, and then again, that just opened my eyes. Like TV was like a whole new world, um, very different to film even in, you know, a lot of the ways that it's constructed, you know, the having the development team and, you know, all these production teams and you know, like just the way that even the calendars, even how everything was put together and worked, it just seemed very different to what I was used to. Um, so yeah, I spent time, you know, around a few heads like yourself and, you know, like I uh, started, <laughs> uh, you know, making myself um, more knowledgeable on, you know, working life in TV. And yeah, that was, that's my journey so far. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, for people who don't know who Stellify Media are, they are an extremely busy um, Sony Pictures um, and Indy in Northern Ireland. Um, they've been making stuff for, they made a, a, a quiz show called Flinch for Netflix. Um, they have made the shows internationally. One most notably is Can't, Can't Touch This, which is a show made in Mexico, um, which is another major production and do a lot of local stuff as well. I was a casting researcher on No Place Like Tyrone. Um, and they, I mean, Beauty Queen and Single was the first big show that came with Stellify that was a real hit. It's now selling internationally um, in multiple places in the world. So uh, it's a very busy company. And I think, no, what better company to sort of cut your teeth in and learn, you know, pick the right brains. And, um, you know, for me, like working with you, what I will say about you, Jay, is that it seemed to me, even in the midst of complete chaos, there was you were always keeping your composure and moving forward and it never seemed to me like your world was crumbling down until you told me that, that you're stressed you know i'm like i'm like how's it going jay you're like stressful day to day and that but it but you never seem to let it get get to you like you know whereas i guess like sometimes you can basically see it on my face most times <laughs> but I'm, I'm still working plowing through it but um tell me about uh where do you think that comes from well the the coolness the um, 
I've, I don't know. I've, I've been told that, that that has been something that's followed me like since school times. Like it's just always been, you know, something that people have said about me and I've never really, cause obviously for me, it's like I, when I feel stressed, I feel stressed, but it's like, you know, um, people have always said, you know, like I keep my composure and I remember one of my, well, my first job in retail, and we had this one manager and she she was very small and she had a very large presence and uh she she used to like to you know make people know that she was the boss she was very important and um when she met me um like she told me after like that she it's like she wanted to not break me, but she wanted to make me lose my cool because she couldn't understand how I was so calm. <laughs> and so it's like, uh, we <laughs> had like a few head to heads and, um, you know, like after a while, it's like she realized like from talking to other people who were around me and stuff like that was just, you know, how I was and stuff. And, you know, we, we became, you know, closer and, um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's weird. It's very strange. Um, but I did, I, uh, I did hear from, so there was a guy, I can't remember his name now, which is embarrassing, but, uh, he was a very, uh, good, um, sound engineer. Uh, he worked with a lot of great people, Michael Jackson, Prince, um, you know, like, wow. uh, yeah, a lot of big people is an American guy. And I went to very recently, actually it was in, while I've been here, it was in Belfast. Uh, they had like, a like a conf- not a conference, but um, basically he was giving a talk. And one thing he said was uh, like, while he was working with all these, you know, like big names and stuff, he um, he was like in the midst of, like when he first started out, he was just in the midst of all these like celebrities the people he looked up to and they're all relying on him. Like he was the sound engineer. So there was having an issue. And so he was going in and he was like, you know, scratching his head, looking around, like, and the more that he was thinking about how much pressure was on him, the more that he was kind of, you know, just going around trying to do everything. And he said one guy, one of the guys like took him to the side and was like, look, I know that, you know, you're stressed and things aren't going your way. But one thing you have to remember is, you know, these people think that you know what you're doing if you have to do five or six different things to get it to work, that's fine. But the moment that you start losing your head, everyone else is going to be like, God, what is going on? Why is actually happening? And they're going to start panicking too, because, you know, they look to you and it's so true. Like Mm. something that I didn't really, you know, ever think about before that moment. But I guess, you know, it's not where I get it from, but it's something that will now help me to, you know, keep my cool. (laughs) Yeah, man. So you don't have any no trade secrets then. You're just you're just he's just calm, guys. Nothing bothers <laughs> yeah. Jay. You're not gonna tell me how to fucking do it because uh, I'd like to know. <laughs> maybe just you know, wherever you are, if you can find like a little closet, like a cupboard, a pillow Ooh. even, and just like scream into it. Like, ah! Sometimes oh, it helps, yeah, uh, to, you know, tense every mu- muscle in your body all at once. Uh yeah. and then yeah, just relax, you know, let it all go. Um yeah, sometimes hey man, I prefer I, I I tend to listen to ten thousand hours. That's what I do whenever I'm stressed. I just <laughs> yeah. stand and just like a footloose kind of thing. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Just throwing stuff around. 
yeah. Wish Jay, because we're because I'm my uh, my aim at my the art in this podcast is I want to keep it nice and nice and clean uh, as clean as I can. But um, I want to finish by saying that uh, I really enjoyed light show and more than anything, man, I'm 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 so thrilled that you're like in this place where you're 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 putting out your content and um it's never like this has never even faltered you in any way this 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 um lockdown from a from a a content perspective because you know light show looks amazing like you wouldn't even be you wouldn't even like even think that this guy was under any sort of budget constraints or anything because the idea is so simple and clever that it works and the lights like work with the you know it's an old you know theater trick to you know to see that what color the lights and emotions what what are they conveying and you know it works perfectly and it looks it looks really good the song's great too um where can everybody who want to listen to this song find it and more of jay click's content yes so there are numerous places if you're a spotify head or you know itunes or apple music even um you can go there just type in jay click the click is spelled like click so it's c-l-i-q-u-e just for those who don't know and j is j-a-y um uh, i've got my own website as well so it's www.nnjclick.com where i have all my videos um also youtube again my own channel so it's jclick um yeah and all i think major online stores will have it as well so if it's tidal or you know any of those places yeah I'm around. Wow, man! Look, this is the first. <laughs> this was like the first human collective plug for crew. This is epic. Like, this is a really big moment for us. Um, it is, man. Um, like, you know, Jay, it's been it's been awesome chatting to you again. And um, like, congrats for getting light show out and you know really plowing through that creative pl- process. Um, I Thank think you. other people who listen to this is going to try and maybe maybe they're going to pick up the notepad or maybe they're going to go for a walk or do whatever they do to get their process going again. Um, get in the shower. But get in the shower, man. Start singing. <laughs> it's the best place. Um, <laughs> find your most hateful enemy and play your song to them. So tell them your ideas and so they can tell you that you suck. Um, but after this, after me and you get finished up, um, I want to play um, Light Show straight after this. Um, so this will be available for people to hear on our Spotify and on our YouTube channel as well. But uh Jay, thank you very much, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Um, And I look forward to working with you in future Human Collective projects, if not just being at a a Jay Click gig. Free comp tickets, of course. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Sweet. Fergus, roll the video, boy. That's when the video comes in. (laughs) I think you should leave that there. (laughs) That's when the video comes (laughs) in. I will. I'm going to leave this in. Now you can roll the video, Fergus. All right. I'm sick of all these whiner guys, gotta be designer guys. I rock up in my H&M and still steal these gangsters' wives. It's time that you recognize. J-Click, yeah, I'm on the rise. For those who don't believe, don't be calling when I'm televised. Yo, Pete. I know they really don't like that I got it That I drop hit on the track like the hardest When I'm in the building, they're in the garden Ends up fire so I feel like an arson Sometimes I just feel to murder them And then bury them And then I realise nobody's heard of them ha! Ooh, you don't know just how I might go Make a man fly like kite, bro I shine bright, yeah 
to the light show. Ooh, you don't know just how I might go. Make a man fly like kite, bro. I shine bright, yo. To the light show. Listening to Kendrick, cause I heard he's got the recipe. Decapitate my cooks and know they still can get ahead of me. Who would the gonna replace me with put someone instead of me? No one, I mean at least not this century. See, I got an ego, but no ego boost. Killing rappers like they asked me to. They never should have started, see, they know the truth. I run the time from the recording booth. Guarantee this is a war that you don't want to start with me. Bother me, there's no messing your heart with me. When I'm stepping into the booth, I intend to body MCs. Then let me offer the chain, and I don't mean a Jesus peace. Brother, please, are you really talking to me? You're just running lines with a guy behind, cause what you will find is almost time for the garbage you're producing. Simply spewing on these rappers like pollution, I will ruin your conclusion. Ooh, you don't know just how I might go. Make a man fly like kite, bro. I shine bright, yo. Welcome to the light show. Ooh, you don't know just how I might go. Make a man fly like kite, bro. I shine bright, yo. Welcome to the light show.